What's going on, everybody? I'm Lizzie. And I'm Els. And welcome or welcome back to Whose Child Are You? All right. Oh, does that mean I'm opening up in prayer? That means that, yes. Okay, let's do this. Father, we come to you today, Lord God. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you're about to do, Lord God. As we go into this podcast episode, we thank you that you are strengthening us today, giving us the right words to say, and as always, that you would get the glory. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And our scripture this week is coming from James 5 and verse 16. Confess your faults one to another. And pray one for another that ye might be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And the words of the Lord are already blessed. Amen. Amen. So what are we talking about today, Els? Well, first we need to acknowledge our third co-host again. Oh, yes. And welcome to Aslan. You guys can actually see him now. You can see that he's here live in the studio aka our living room (laughs) but um yeah so welcome to another episode of whose child are you today we are going to be discussing accountability yes accountability sound it out why are you sounding it out um boy i feel like is it a loaded i feel like it is it can be a loaded topic I agree. Um, And I think there are many perspectives to it or many faces to it, maybe we should say. Mm. Um, The it's important to be accountable because you always need someone to keep you in check. Yeah. Um, Because sometimes we just think the way that we're going or the way that we're thinking is the best way. And that is not always necessarily true. Bye, Aslan. Bye, Aslan. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, he did listen. I did tell him at least stay for the intro. He did listen. He was a very obedient cat today. Very good. So I guess that kind of comes into like the first aspect of accountability, uh, being accountable to your leaders. So, yeah. Um, in my young Christian life, I learned um, very quickly it was important to be accountable um, to them. There wasn't anything that I couldn't or didn't share with the late daddy morgan Mm. and i'm glad that i did share everything with him because some decisions i would have made or some places i would have been i could have put myself in a compromising position for the rest of my life oof (laughs) rest of your life is a long time a long time a long time but you know there are times that we can be making decisions off the moment yeah. Or off how we feel in that particular moment, yeah. not realizing the eternal impact of that one decision. Mm. Deep. Did I get too deep too quick? Duh, we're only like not even five <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but accountability is important. Um, and really understanding how authority flows. Yeah. Because when you understand how authority flows, um, or um, kind of going touching back on the episode we did that God honors order. Mm. When you understand um, authority, how it flows, who has the authority, um, you then have no problem being accountable, knowing that the one who has authority is the one um, 
that will help you get to the next level and then to the next level and then to the next level. I think a running theme through um, this season has been that life is a journey. Yeah. And um, in life being a journey, it's important that we make good decisions Mm. um, and not silly decisions based on where I am today, how I feel today, what the weather is like today. Sigh. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it might be raining outside and you want to make a decision, you know, but when you're walking by faith and not by sight, um, and sometimes you can think that you're walking by faith, but when you're accountable, um, that person can help you to see a little clearer or to see things from a different perspective, which I think is very important because... Sometimes we can be so focused um, on what it is that we want. We don't see the quote unquote side effects of what we want. Mm, it's true. It is very true. Um, you know, going to like making a decision and understanding like that you can't see everything. Mm. You can't see like, you know, like you said, the side effects of that decision or of that thing that you want so badly. And um, understanding that when you put things in God's hands, he sees the whole picture and he <laughs> will allow your leaders to see more of the picture than you do. Yes. Uh, like, cause you know, they go to God on your behalf and they, you know, are before God on your behalf. So he allows them to see a bit more of the picture than you do and because of that they have insight that you don't have Mm. and therefore able to give you an answer maybe not an answer that you don't that you necessarily want to hear but being accountable to your leader means knowing that god has placed you in a position that you cover me and that you're over me and therefore i respect what you say and i will you know abide by what you say and be accountable to you i think um you know and i know we're not that far into the episode today but just really sharing i think one thing that is as a leader, um, and I've been a leader for uh, some time now, maybe sometimes a quiet leader or a silent partner, but um, for me it can be very heartbreaking when you uh, try to guide somebody and they blatantly don't listen to what you say and the very same thing that you were trying to guide them away from they get into that and years later come back to you with tears in their eyes. I wish I had listened to you. Mm. Um, and that's happened to me and, and Bishop on more than one occasion. And for me, it's not a moment to gloat or say, I told you so. It's heartbreaking that that person had to go through all what they went through to get to that moment to understand what I told what I told you or what I was trying to tell, tell you five years ago. Yeah. Um, could have saved you all that heartache Mm. and pain so it's important regardless of who we are uh, whether you're like our bishop he was very forthcoming and sharing even when he was elevated to to bishop that he had an accountability board Mm. um, which is made up of um three two bishops or three people two bishops and an apostle that he is accountable to them so if he goes off his rockers he has to answer to that. He, he has someone to answer to. And I, I think that's important no matter how you're elevated in the kingdom or elevated in life. I mean, even in the workplace, in the job, you have you have your your um your annual review or your appraisal. Mm. Regardless, so I have I'm a manager and I still have an appraisal. So it's so important that you know 
I have to give an account. Similarly, when you make a decision to say, yes, I made that decision, whether the outcome is good or bad. Yeah. And I think a lot of times this is where blame comes in. Um, you know, people will make decisions and say, it's because my dad didn't raise me or my dad wasn't at home. But you made the decision in that moment. And if you can just be man enough or woman enough to say, yes, I made that decision and the outcome wasn't what I was expecting, but it was my decision. Yeah. Instead of saying, it's Aunt Sue, she didn't make the cornbread right. <laughs> and so I mean, I mean, people find anything, absolutely anything to blame for things that go wrong in their life. But when you are accountable and say, you know what, I messed up. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I'm the one that bought the million dollar house knowing full well I couldn't afford it. But instead you want to blame the environment, Donald Trump, Bill Gates, Queen Elizabeth. You'll find anyone to blame. <laughs> She's dead now, so I, I don't know how much blame you can pass on her. But what I'm trying to say is you will find everyone apart from yourself. To to take responsibility for yes. your actions. And it's so important in the kingdom, in the body of Christ, in church, wherever we find ourselves, that we take responsibility for our actions um, and for our decisions. And if um, the decisions we make come out fantastic, great. If they don't come out so fantastic, let's learn from that. Yeah. Um, I, I know one thing that I'm very big on and I do is areas where I fell short or areas where I went wrong. I do my best to educate my children about it, that you don't have to make that same mistake. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when the elders really try to pass knowledge on to the next generation to save them 30 years, mm. the younger generation takes it as of you trying to... Um, stop me from living my life and it's like where where does you get the balance you know yeah um and it's like people want i want to learn from my own mistakes learning from your own mistakes can cost you 15 years mm. learning from your own mistake can cost can cost you more than you want to pay it's true it's true so I just leave that one right there. <laughs> You've given me a lot to think about. So, guys, it's been a great episode. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Ellie's, Ellie's got to go reflect now. <laughs> I have to go reflect. I have to go journal now. <laughs> um, no, but I think being accountable to, you know, going back to the accountability board, being accountable to people other than yourself allows you to make decisions not based on what you would want mm. because you know that you're, it's not just you that it's affecting so especially in a, a position of leadership like how dad is in but even when it comes to to yourself in your own life that's just, decisions you're making aren't necessarily just impacting you they're they can be impacting your family the next generation exactly. your children your unborn children mm. like it, the things that you do like okay i think this is actually the perfect time to bring it up so there's a song that's trending on like the internet right now and it's called tummy hurts by um, tummy hurts yeah tummy hurts someone got a runny tummy oh my god <laughs> sorry i'm sorry um by i believe her name is renee rap and mm. in the song she's talking about her tummy hurts because you know like when you find some out some bad news you get that pit in your stomach yeah yeah so yeah. that's what the song is basically so is saying is saying that her tummy hurts she found out like the guy she was in love with is in love with another person mm. and the way the song plays, sticky one still still um but the way the song is playing out is like the guy played her mm. and so the what she says in the song oh what does she say 
Hold on, I have to find the lyrics now. I have to make sure I'm quoting her right. You know, she put oh, her... I thought you were going to play the song, but... No, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, let me make sure I forget the right lyrics. We like to quote accurately here on Whose Child Are You? We do like to quote accurately. Um, so basically, she talks about how the the person the girl that she's in that the guy is in love with now um they're gonna get together you know uh you know have a good how you know have a good marriage whatever mm. and raise children mm. and what she says is eventually 2043 someone's gonna hurt their little girl like their daddy hurt me oh, wow. and at the end of the song she's like and someone's gonna hurt your little girl like you hurt me and it's like yeah people are saying that like people are saying that and speaking it Right. And what you don't understand is people yeah, it's just a song in this instance, but mm. people are going to speak like can speak that about you. I'm going to di- direct it at the male, beca- like at a male, because, mm. you know, obviously the song is directed at a male. But like if you go around like breaking girls hearts like that and like, you know, playing them and, you know, in and of yourself, like you're playing them for funsies and they start speaking stuff like that. And I'm not even like calling like witchcraft on anybody or nothing like that. But, but pe- words are powerful. Words are powerful. So mm. if someone's saying someone's going to hurt your little girl mm. like they're like you hurt me. It's like they're speaking that over your unborn child. So the effects that the actions that you're taking now are even mm. affecting unborn children. That's deep, else. And oh, did I? Oh, Girl, like, you what? went deep. Hey. <laughs> We're on it today. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just being accountable, understanding that the actions that you take can hurt people that you haven't even known that you're gonna love yet. Mm. So just be careful. Like, be very, very careful. Cause the girls out here, these these new Gen Z girlies, these new generation girls, they're a bit crazy. <laughs> a bit crazy. But Don't know what they'll do. You know, as you're saying that, you remind me of what Nan- Nanny says. Nanny is my mum. Um, you know, and when I was younger, she would be um, always taking care of people, always being good to people. I remember there was an instance she met this young man on the street and... Um, she witnessed to him about Jesus, and um, he was already a, a Christian, but mm. he was a, a struggling student, let's say, at the time. Mm. And she brought him into our home, fed him, oh. took care of him. Um, and her thing always was, you have to be good to people because you never know when someone's got to be good to your child. I'm not quoting her accurately. Mm. Um, I will make that clear. <laughs> but, you know, it's so important, the actions that we take and the things that we do, or another way, a very churchy way to say it, the seeds that we sow. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the thing that we have to realise, the things that we do are seeds, and we don't know when that seed will germinate and whose life it will grow in. Mm. Um, because there are things that my mum, did for people and then other people have come and been a blessing to me not the same people right but the actions and the things that she did indirectly came right back around and sometimes we go yeah i'm so blessed hallelujah but you don't know what the previous generation did similarly some women some some men um are struggling with certain things that they had nothing to do with to do with yeah so that's when we get into the discussions about generational, generational curses i think that's what this episode but is you know with generational curses there's a thing called generational blessings and i speak generational blessings over every generation that would come out of the elliots mm-hmm. and you know we don't have to settle for what was spoken before mm. um someone could have said ah oh, that family will never come to nothing well i'm here now guess what and that stops with me period um but when we and that's another thing it's all really wrapping you know around 
um, like a twist. <laughs> um, you know, the the words that we speak have effect. What previous generations do have effect. Mm. But when we're accountable, like we um, have, I can't remember what episode you kind of touched on it, that um, we, we have our pastors, we have Jesus, but we still need therapy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Put yourself into therapy. I'm already looking into it. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, I know for me, I I never I never went to therapy, and I'm not saying anyone that needs to go or is considering going to therapy shouldn't go. Shouldn't go. I am very much for that. My therapy was sitting down and speaking to my man of God. Mm. There was nothing that I did or was doing that I didn't. Uh, what's the word? I'm disclose. Yeah. Full disclosure. Mm. Um, I was a little mad in those days, you know, but. but there was nothing i i felt was too bad that i couldn't tell him Mm. and i think in this generation we want to be the perfect little christians yeah um you know i didn't i've never done anything wrong i don't sin i don't even swear in my head (laughs) trust me because them swear words be you know I, i'm not condoning swearing and i don't swear oh and just um, to be clear i wasn't swearing in that voice no i bleeped it out because i was protecting that person's identity <laughs> don't want no one coming after me um but you know sometimes that's you you gotta stop it in the thought life yeah you gotta bleep um, in your head yeah you got something that ain't of god Mm-mm, that ain't me um and you know it's a uh, you know even today we we heard um, about life is what you fight for. Yeah, the fight starts in here. It does. Um, and it's uh, are you going to be Rocky? Are you going to be Creed? Or are you going to take it lying down? Mm. Uh, I'm Creed. Yeah, I'm going to fight. <laughs> All right, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> um, you you got to fight, and sometimes I think that we just give up fighting, mm. and it's when we give up fighting that we're willing to accept anything. Yeah. Oh man, we've gone so deep in this episode else. Mm-hmm. But it, it 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 does need to be said, but all of that comes full circle back to being accountable to your leader mm-hmm. or leaders. Zing, I'm not gonna like this one, huh? Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean it's time it's time out for um sugar coating, mm. um, rosy coloured glasses or dotted glasses. Okay. That's <laughs> fired. <laughs> 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 but um you know it's time to for us to really be who god calls us to be as women mm. we have to be transparent mm. and sometimes with that transparency comes vulnerability but from the vulnerability we can be healed and we can be whole mm-hmm. but if we never speak what we're going through what we're thinking what we're struggling with um you know we're we're of the mindset that if we speak it, it shall be so. Not necessarily. Mm. If you're speaking and you're seeking counsel and getting instructions in order to overcome, mm. there's a difference than sitting down saying, I'm never going to be nothing. I'm never going to be no one. But when you go to your man of God and you go to your woman of God, these are the thoughts that I'm struggling with. Bam, they give you a scripture and you begin to to memorize that scripture and 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 and, and mutter it as our bishop teaches us. You mutter it, you 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 memorized it, you, you meditate. meditate. Yeah. You meditate on it. It's a difference. It makes a difference. Like this week, and I'm just sharing this week, that the last couple of weeks has been a, a physical struggle for me in the sense of, of tiredness. Yeah. 
just feeling tired, you know, this time of year, we need to get vitamin D, darling. Yeah, we got to put it on the list. Yeah. yeah. Um, just struggling with the, you know, I, I drive an hour each way to work um, in the evening. It's, it's in the dark. Um, it's a very dark road to get home. We live in the, um, we live in the burbs, okay, y'all. And it it, it is a it, it's a, just a struggle. And you know, I'm trying to live the gym life, um, the healthy eating life, and it's just it's just been a struggle. And as women, make sure you're taking your iron, your iron supplements as well as your vitamin D. Yes. Um, but I had to begin to say. Nehemiah 8 and 10. The, the joy, joy of, of the, the Lord, Lord is, is my strength. strength. Then my bishop challenged me, learn the rest of the verse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know it's got something to do with fatness and so I'm like, <laughs> but you know, really just in the, mo- and in the moments when I'm sitting at work and the tiredness just goes, whoop. I don't know if you've ever felt that. I've definitely it just felt comes that. on you like you're putting on a coal. Literally. Um, the joy of the Lord is it's my, my strength. strength. Yeah. So regardless how my physical body feels in this moment, um, you know, the joy that I have in Jesus is going to cause me to be strong. Yeah. But again, where did that come from? Being accountable to my leader, to my bishop. And going to him and saying, this, this, is, what I'm I'm, this is what I'm struggling with yeah. right now. And then and in saying that, as leaders, our words have to be seasoned. Mm. Um, our words need to bring life our words need to propel, not push back. Yeah. Um, I'll be quiet now. No, I mean, keep going. <laughs> keep going. But it's just it's just really important and, and knowing what to say and when to say it. Mm. Um, you know, what point do I say, you know what, darling, um, sweetie. Sweetie, darling. Sweetie pie. <laughs> <laughs> um I think we need to really switch this from a chat to a counselling session, mm. or or just directing the conversation into counselling. Um, Many a counselling session has Audrey seen. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey's my car, <laughs> um, but you know, seriously, just being able to take a person through steps and saying things to people to challenge them, I think we are so conscious of i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings Mm. i don't want to make anyone feel bad that we don't tell people the truth it's true i find myself doing the decision the decision that you're making is not a good one it's Mm. not going to end good and even going back to the scripture that we um we read today confess confess your sins one to another it's important that and you we've said it before about sisterhood and community it's important that we can speak the truth to each other yeah without being afraid oh if i tell them they're not going to talk to me again i think for me god god has a sense of humor he's made me a pastor made me a manager all around the same time Mm. back in america um and as managers you have to have the difficult conversations you do as leaders, you've got to have the difficult conversations. Mm. You may not like what I'm about to say. And I always find myself um, precursoring conversations with, you know that I love you. Mm. And love knows no hurt. Yeah. But the words that I may say may hurt you. But don't worry, I got my I got my sewing kit. I can sew you back up. <laughs> actually suture kit. I wouldn't want someone to sew me back together. 
Thanks, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> okay, I've just learned that I need a surgeon. I need to learn to be a surgeon. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but no. Uh, in all seriousness, and whether you're a man or a woman, it's important that you're accountable. Um, and you know, even going back to our own experiences, going back to the church in America, I've seen people who are accountable to Bishop. I mean, accountable. Told Bishop everything about their life. Bishop knows everything and can guide that person has guided that person to see how successful that person's life is right now and even when tragedy can't say the word tragedy tragedy struck Mm. how they were able to recall and remember (laughs) okay sorry (laughs) we almost had our our co-host is back this is the this is the most active. I think we usually record later in the day, but this is the most active our co-host has been. Yes, yes. Sorry, I'm getting a bit distracted. Do you have anything to say? Who are you accountable to, Aslan? He's accountable to the DB. Yeah, it's Bishop's so, cat. It is Bishop's cat. He is DBC. <laughs> um, so he wants to join us today, and we will let him join us. Um, but going back to the conversation, accountability. Sorry. Um. Even when things go bad, when you're accountable, you can get through those bad times easier. Yeah. Because you have someone that can um, speak life into you. And just to kind of put this out there, as Christians, we think it's just all about going to church on Sunday. Um, Sorry to burst your bubble. It is about more than that. Can I actually switch that? Go ahead. There are some Christians who don't believe in going to church. And because they're doing it on their own, they have no one to be accountable to. Mm-hmm. And so they're practicing their own little version of Christianity in their head. Well, because they're practicing their religion. They're practicing their religion in their head. And they think that they're so free and that they're so, you know, you know, so superior, mm-hmm. I guess is the right word to say, because they're not going to an assembly when the Bible clearly says, assemble yourselves together. So then, that he's then- given <laughs> you shepherds after his own heart. Oh, oh, so what happened? They don't read that part of the Bible. Oh, I guess not. And I oop. And I oop. <laughs> That's so old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know it go it goes both ways. You can be religious and be go, be going to church as a recitation, mm. and you can also be religious in because you think that everyone because you were hurt by people in the church, you think that church isn't for you. Mm. When God has clearly, you can see that trend in the Bible. There was always someone that was going to someone. There was never a time. Well, it, unless God has put you in a season of you know separation and of isolation. Mm. There was never a time where people were doing things through their own strength. Okay. Let's bring Jesus to the witness stand. Mm, go ahead. Jesus was accountable to John the Baptist. Mm. And he was Jesus. And that was Jesus. So how do you, 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 you're not Jesus. You're not Jesus last time I checked. <laughs> so you can't, you can't just sit at home and watch a sermon on YouTube mm. because you, and yeah, certain like I've, you know, I have my pastors, I have my bishop. I still, you know, can go on YouTube and find a sermon and that sermon can speak to me. Mm. However, there has been words that have been spoken by people who know me because they've seen me grown, grow. They've seen me change. They've seen me flourish in different areas. And, you know, they because they were able to witness, God can speak to them more clearly than they can speak to someone that's 3,000 miles away that I'm watching on YouTube every Sunday. So 
I'm always gonna I'm always gonna be the advocate for going to, going to church. Find a church home. Yes, mm-hmm. I understand church people. Best trust and believe. Church people have hurt me. I've talked about how people church people have hurt me on this podcast. Church people have hurt me. There is never gonna be a church that you go to where someone's not gonna hurt you. Well, so <laughs> what is you gonna be trying to be finding the perfect church? But guess what? When you arrive, it ain't gonna be perfect no more. In it. So. That yeah, that was just that was just like my little two pence, my little well, two cents. I, I think I do think church hurt is a real thing. I'm not gonna say that it's not. Um, no, I definitely think that it you is. You know, you you talk about being hurt by church people. Try, try what I've been through. Yeah. Um, and things that have been said that are not necessarily true. Add it to the list of episodes. <laughs> or 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 misconstrued. Yeah. Or because I corrected you, you just don't like me. And I think that's another thing. Um, I have to also, I've come to the place where I understand that correction doesn't mean that they don't like you. Criticism mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they don't like you. I remember in eighth grade, I had this like science project with butterflies that I thought was so good. And um, I'm going to say. I remember it because I had to look care, take care <laughs> of the butterflies and put my hand inside this cage. Well, it was it, it was, was like a, a net, mesh, a mesh net, cage, yeah. netted cage. And listen, when those butterflies are in there, oh, just thinking about it. <laughs> but no, I th- I thought that my project was like the best thing since sliced bread, mm. right? And I went and I went and presented it, and I have my poster board, you know, my trifold poster board <laughs> that my mama went to Walmart and bought. And you know, I presented it in class before the actual science fair, and my teacher was like, "You have to redo this." She like literally from scratch the whole experiment from scratch. And I remember I sat there and I bawled. And she was like, Why are you crying? And I was like, Me, you did you didn't like it. Mind you, this was one of my favorite teachers. I'm gonna say her name. Shout out Miss Scott Chom. Yeah, she was one of my favorite teachers. She still is one of my favorite teachers. Um, one of the reasons that I love science the way that I do. But anyway, but I was I I bawled. I literally bawled. I was like, What you didn't even say you didn't like it, like incoherently. And she's like it's like you don't need to cry like you don't need to cry I didn't say that you're not smart I didn't say that it wasn't like good I'm just saying you have to start over and I started over she she even criticized my poster board she was like it's white paper on a white poster board like I can't see it's not it's it's not good enough and the reason that she did it was because she saw my potential she understood that this is not your best work and in that, because she, like, she called me out in front of the entire class as well. So because she did that, and then I had to sit there and have my moment. Yes, I had to have my, my moment incoherently crying. And then I guess what? I went back. I had to order more butterflies. I ordered more butterflies. Did the project all over again with the changes she, she suggested. Went, stayed after school, graffitied my poster board. It was one of the best poster, poster boards I ever did. It was a big blue butterfly on the background. And then the papers that I put on top of it stood out. Anyway, I'm getting off track. But what I'm saying is... And uh, this teacher, I mean, just kind of going off on what you're saying, this was one of the very few black teachers that Elamara had. Yeah. Um, When Elamara went through elementary... I think she's actually the last black teacher that I've had. No, my psychology teacher A-levels, my second year A-levels, um, but... There was another black teacher you had at, um, in middle school. I can't remember her name. I can see her face. Miss Commodore. Think, was it Miss Commodore? It she was, was Ms. pregnant. Yeah, it was Miss G. Was her during her maternity leave? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, um, and, and I think sometimes, you know, um, we go through our school experience as I talked about before, you talked about before, um, and we expect because someone's the same color as us 
they're going to give us an easy pass or an easy time. Mm -hmm. And you talking about that took me back to my school days. Um, There was a little Asian teacher that was my science teacher, Miss Samra. And um, this woman pushed me. She pushed me, again, in science. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when I was ready to settle for something that she didn't think was challenging enough Mm. um she was like no you need to go into science you're so good you're so good but you will have these people that are you know placed around us to push us yeah and sometimes we can get very comfortable with doing medi mediocre and having you know and we do that with our christian walk Mm. just having a mediocre walk what about if i take it up just two notches just two I often say, what I, I I look and I see how God uses this family, how He uses me um, individually, and it's like, but what if I just took it up a notch? Mm. And we get we get um, comfortable. We do in our Christian what we get comfortable. God has blessed me with a husband now, so I ain't got to pray all night no more. Mm-mm. No more twenty one day fast for me. <laughs> you Thank know, you, Lord. And, um, I I, I, I I do think that's a, a big mistake. But when we're accountable, mm. that person that we're accountable to will push us. Yeah. Um, and I'm well known for pushing people. Yeah. I think I p- have pushed people less returning to the UK. Do you? Um, than I did in America. I think you've changed your approach to pushing. You're very much more forceful in America. Like... <laughs> that's how i acted you're doing it you're, you're doing, doing it. it you're doing it and um because obviously you were there for how you you that was from the ground up so that, you knew that ministry was birthed was yeah. birthed so people responded to that to that better more because you were in a position where you could now now do it yes pastor <laughs> yes pastor I mean, it was kind of my american accent yes pastor but um over here going and having to kind of integrate yourself mm-hmm. then you've had to change your approach to pushing to make it like you got this and pushing not in a forceful way but in a like a supportive way like i'm mm-hmm. gonna lift you like i'm gonna support you like that so you're not you haven't been doing She's it psychologizing less. us am i no, it's good. Continue. I'm enjoying <laughs> this. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you're you're lifting like that. So it's just a bit of a more gentle push because you realize that's what they respond to over here. Uh, going back to the difference in culture. Mm, the difference yeah. in culture, yeah. So that that was just that was just my little segue. I had to make you know make that clear. You're still pushing it because you pushing me, and she push she don't push me like she pushed y'all. She pushed me the American way. You're doing it. <laughs> you're doing it. I'm a strong believer in I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah, and that really has um, been put to the to the test this year. Um, in our old house in America, we had it on the living room wall. Mm. Um, and I used to work out at home a lot back in those days. Just have to see it. Um, and when the workout got tough, just look at that. I can do all things. And I, I, I do think we forget that sometimes. Yeah. Um, we undermine the strength that God has given us through Christ. Mm. We, um, you know, one of my favorite songs, You Are My Strength. Yeah. Um, and that song has got me through some tough times because it reminds me it's not my strength. It's the Lord's it's strength. It's the Lord's strength. Yep. Um, taking it right back to accountability. There are times when we feel that I can't go no more, I can't do it. 
and you just need someone to remind you of what the word says. Um, <laughs> you know, you, it, the big thing now is being homeschooled. Mm. You can't be home churched. <laughs> you can't, sorry. Um, you, you need that interaction. And even the children that are homeschooled spend time with other children. They have their little groups. Yeah. Um, and I do think that if, if, if it's something that you're able to do, homeschool your children, I don't think it's something that I I could have done Mm-mm. based on the demands in in my life. Um, but it's a it's a beautiful thing to do, especially with the um I'm gonna say it like it is erroneous doctrines that are out there in the schools now. Mm. Um but in doing that you also have to bring balance. Yeah. But when it comes to living a Christian life, like we were at a service today, um and I was trying to understand what the pastor was saying. <laughs> He said, "You don't for this, for this, you don't need to be online. You need to be on ground or yeah, something like that." Yeah, he was saying, meaning the 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 impact or the anointing that you're going to feel in the, the house yeah. is not what you're going to get online. And I think um, technology has caused us to um, be lazy. I'll say it like that mm. because there are times we can push to go into the house of the Lord. Listen, when I was a young Christian. Listen, my arm could be falling off my eyeball coming out um, and I will push my way into the house of the Lord because I didn't know what was going to happen that Sunday. That could have been the Sunday. The Sunday. The Sunday, the defining Sunday of my life. Mm. And I could have missed it. Mm. But now we think, ah, oh, I'll just watch online. I'll just watch online. i just watch online, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's not the same. It's not the same impact. It's not. And I, I think... The expectations that I have of others are based on the expectation I had of myself when I was young in the faith. Mm. Um, There wasn't many times that I missed church, whether it was two or three services. (sighs) (laughs) You you can pretty much say the same thing. I know, I can say say the same thing. I look back now and it's like, what about if I'd missed that service? What about if I'd missed that word? Because, you know, sometimes it's just little crumbs that are dropped in your life from each service that, that add up to the, the loaf of bread. The whole loaf. Um, and we we just think, I'll watch the recording. And as you say, I, you know, I will listen to many sermons, like, um, as I was sharing uh, on the last episode, since we've been doing a podcast, I've been listening to more and more podcasts. Um, I have found, even in this past week, I was listening to less music and more preaching mm. um, in podcasts. Um, and it is great. And I was listening to, I would say, sh- shout out to Bishop T.D. Jakes. And when I was young in the faith, I listened to or read a lot of his books. Mm. Do you know he's got 42 books? That's a lot. That's a lot of books. His newest books, book is um, Disruptive Thinking. I think i got to get that one. Mm. Um, but just in each sermon... It may be one or two things that he says, and I'm like, Ooh. I write that down, I stick it on my computer screen. <laughs> um, one of them um, is, there is a ram, meaning that we think God may ask something of us, like he asked of Abraham, mm. but he has already put something aside for you mm. that is bigger than what you're about to sac- think you're going to sacrifice. Yeah. He asked Abraham to sacrifice his son, 
just to watch his obedience. Oh my gosh, taking us back to the message today. Yeah. The price of obedience. The price of obedience. Um, and he already has a ram in the bush. So yeah. Accountability. Accountability. Accountability can do a lot for you. It can prevent you from um, a lot of mishaps and I was going to say mishurts. Is there such a thing? No, I guess and that's the word for the day. <laughs> mishurts. And, um, and hurts. It, it can prevent you from a lot of that. But not only that, I I feel accountability can give you a sense of confidence that you wouldn't get from not being accountable. Mm. Accountability is um, runs alongside submission. Mm. And a lot of people is like, I'm a big woman, you know. I work three jobs and that. Big woman still. Um, and we don't want to submit. But you don't understand the blessing and the peace that you get from being accountable. And the power you get from being accountable. Oh, I love that. I love that. Expound on that. Like, I was even thinking, it wasn't even the power in being accountable. It was more the power in submission. Mm. L- relinquishing your control and giving giving that control it's not to a man mm. not to like a person but giving that control to god the god in that person mm, 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 and then mm. once you relinquish that control you are now no longer doing it through you you are now doing it through the power of god mm. so the power in releasing or the power in letting go mm. and the power in submitting that to god mm. you now have the ability to do more than you could ever do before mm. and the power in even submitting your hurt and submitting your pain Mm. if you release that you allow god to take up that space that the hurt was taking up and now you can minister or you can flow through that place of power that god has placed in you rather than that place of hurt i'm gonna get there and preach that message because i'm doing this for 13 year old ellie that was told xyz like it's not about that anymore it's about doing it because that's the word that God has placed into you to impact someone else who might be going through the same thing that 13 year old Ellie was going through, but not trying to do things, you know, to avenge yourself or for Mm. revenge, but rather to do, let it go, allow God to fight on your behalf and then speak from that place of power because the power of letting go, the power of submitting has allowed you to, to bolster yourself. And as you're saying that, what I'm hearing is the power of forgiveness. Mm. And um, a lot of times we're quick to say, Deacon, blah, 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 or Sister, blah, 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 hurt me. Um, Sister Cucumba. Yeah, Brother Strawberry and that. Um, But when we, as you just said, release them and forgive, a lot of times we think forgiveness is for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is for you. Mm. Um, You know, holding a grudge or holding on to something you're the one drinking the poison, wishing that person dead. Mm-hmm. But you're dying slowly. Yep. We'll save the rest for another episode. Yeah. We, that, that one's <laughs> on the list. That was been requested. So we, we got to save that one up. But, you know, in in releasing and letting go and submitting, becoming, submitting yourself under someone. And I think that's one thing that I've learned. I I've never had to actually learn submission like that because of who my my spiritual leaders are i'm submitted to you guys all the time y'all tell me you can't wear that i can't wear it and it's not because of my bishop or my pastor tell me my mom and dad say you can't wear that or you can't go there so so i feel like submission has never been 
like something I've had to learn. It's had to be something I've had to reconcile with mm. because it's like, hey, dang, why are they telling me what they're telling me what to do? Like, oh my god. <laughs> but it's it's I've had to reconcile the fact that you're telling me something for my own good and mm. for my own benefit. So I mean that that is just that's just my little story. Just it, it may it's annoying in the moment. I'm not gonna sit here and lie and be like, you know, I was so happy when they told me I couldn't go to the movie theaters with my friends. <laughs> it was great. No, it was horrible and I hated every second of it. Mm. But you know, it always come back to I don't know what I've dodged. I, I I don't know what I've dodged. I don't know if I had perhaps had the crazy idea to sneak out and that wouldn't have been possible. We had an alarm system. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you opened that front door. You opened that front door and everybody in the neighborhood gone that you opened the front door. But if I even had the inkling to try to sneak out or try to go or try to do anything, then um, who who knows what could have happened. I mean, going, even going back to last week, how many like of the stories that we heard that, you know, people just disappear because you know they left in the middle of the night or runaways that mm. you know something terrible had happened to them or they get sold, sold into slavery and things of that nature because you know they wanted to do what they wanted to do so mm. submitting and being accountable it, it's important i mean that is a drastic end point but um or a drastic scenario but it it can happen it can and i think it happens more than we know mm. um and i you know um without going too deep there, people may not necessarily be uh, sold into slavery like Joseph in the scriptures mm. and sent to a faraway land, but they could be in slavery right in front of our eyes and we don't know. Mm. Expand. Um, there is such a thing as sex workers. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we can think that our children are going to a certain place when really they're going to work mm. um in in america i haven't heard it so much over here it may be something that does happen but how they in the the drug world the little 10 year olds the little nine year olds they would have them carry the drugs mm, or yeah. they would have them be the runner yeah um and because they know if that child gets caught the punishment that they would get is less is less than someone over the age of 18 yeah so um in being accountable and even as i believe it was last week i was saying i'm so grateful that we have the open relationship that we do mm. that you don't feel the need to hide anything um and in hiding things we can be harming ourselves mm. um and a lot of times thinking oh, i ain't got to be accountable that's what we're doing. We're actually bringing harm to ourselves. Mm. Um, but I do pray for those children that feel that they need something that their parents cannot give them. Um, I and your father have always done our best to provide for you guys on every level. Mm. That you never had to feel that if somebody outside of our family, immediate family that is, we're going to give you something that what you're going to get from them is greater than what your parents can give mm. um and i think young children get themselves into um vulnerable situations awkward spaces because of that mm. um uncle so-and-so can buy that for me but the only reason uncle so-and-so can buy that for you is because he's got his eye on you mm. um 
And we just got to be real. I keep saying it. I always say it. I say I'm the real pastor, <laughs> you know, but th- there are things that I know coming up in church was uh, so hidden or not talked about, but it's there. It's there. Yeah. And if, we, if we're, um, you know, like at Halloween, we see the, the, you know, back in the day, it used to be the white sheet with the two holes <laughs> cut in it. Um, and we were just like, oh, you know brush it away not talk about it not explain it Mm. there's someone under the sheet yeah (laughs) similarly there there are reasons why people do things Mm. um okay i think i've got very deep this episode i mean give it coming very deep but um it's so important that we do educate our children yeah about the good touch bad touch yeah um the hurt and the harm that is out there and um, to be careful with people. Um, shout out to uh, an overseer in America um, who wouldn't mince words to tell young girls, even if it's your brother, be careful how you let him touch you. Mm. Because you set yourself up for um, things that could happen. Someone else touch you in that way. And it's like, my brother touches me like that. It's nothing. Yeah. We have to guard our girls. Yeah. We have to guard our girls and I will fight fight worse than Aslan, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, for my girls and I have I have two girls, I have you, I have your your older sister, my stepdaughter, but there are so many spiritual daughters that I have that if they will only let me and that's the thing. You have to let them. You have to let me. Wait, now, now it goes back to being accountable. Being accountable. You have to let me. When I speak to you, you, you have to want to listen and then apply what I'm sharing. Mm. Um, you know, I, um, I always talk about, and a lot of people don't want to talk about it in the kingdom. I talk about dressing modestly. There are reasons that I'm telling you that. Mm. Bishop would say it like that. Um, is it honey attracts flies or sweet things attract flies? <laughs> like yeah, yeah, sound like that. Um, I'll ask him in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but really knowing how to carry ourselves with grace. Yeah. Um, carry ourselves that uh, people respect us just because of the way that we carry ourselves. They haven't got to know our name. They ain't got to know what family that we come from. Mm. But just the way that I walk down the street. yeah and there are you know and a lot of people may say it's old-fashioned listen when i was brought up in church um the way that i look today sin oh my god earring sin (laughs) makeup sin Sin. dress 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 not scraping the ground and sweeping the floor sin Sin. (laughs) so i i i get i get that it's not i don't get that Mm. but what i get more than that is holiness what i get more than that is getting into heaven what I get more than that is living a, a triumphant, victorious Christian life. Mm. And um, we can prevent ourselves from doing that. And I don't think we fully live the Christian experience the way that we should because we limit ourselves by not being accountable, yep. not submitting. Yep. Um, you know, the freedom that comes with that and i you know as you were sharing that's what you were alluding to the freedom that comes with that yeah but we society has 
and the things that we've been through, especially as black women, has set our mind up that if I'm accountable to someone, it means I'm not independent and it means I'm not free. Mm. But it's actually the opposite. And that's what we got to understand. That's the way the enemy does things. Mm. He sets you up to see things. He causes you to have an, uh, a false yeah. a false narrative in your mind. Mm. They're just trying to stop me from living my life. I ain't trying to stop you, baby girl. Oh, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> you know, there's a bishop in America who's like, don't get your H's mixed up. I'm here to help you, not hurt you. Yeah. And, you know... I carry that through my life as a manager, as a, a pastor, as an overseer. I'm here to help you. But if you him. if you are taking my help as I'm hurting you, then you're not going to get very far with it. No, you're not. So. So, yeah, I think I think all hearts and minds are clear, man. I think so. <laughs> I do think so. Um, but no, great discussion today. Yeah. Great discussion today. And um, I'm going to remain accountable. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to do that because um, what I'm really just seeing now, even as I just close my eyes, is, you know, when you stack up books as a staircase, mm, the, like you're, a staircase. Ju- you're just going higher and higher yeah. and higher in the things of God. Yeah. Um, and I believe that's the case for all of our listeners. You know, if you find a man or a woman of God and be accountable to them, um, honouring them doesn't mean that you're weak. Mm. Submitting and being accountable to them doesn't mean that you're weak. Yeah, You're setting yourself up to be strong. Amen. And a lot of times we set ourselves up for failure. Um, I think it's about time we set ourselves up for success. Amen, amen. Amen. Great place to end. Great place to end. So if you want to keep up with us, you can. You can email us uh, at whosechildareyou at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. That's whosechildareyou. And both our personal Instagrams are in the bio of that one. You can follow us on TikTok. That is whosechildareyou. And if you want to watch the podcast, you can. That it is on YouTube as Whose Child Are You podcast. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you are listening on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, sorry, Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, uh, any basically anywhere that you're listening to it and not watching it, you can leave us a review. Please leave five stars. And if you want to write out a little review, we are going to be reading them at the end of the season. We are almost at the end of the season. I know we're rolling fast. Fast, fast. I feel like I'm on a train that left. Left Paddington Station. Paddington Station now. And I'm flying across England. <laughs> I just feel it. But I'm just so excited. I am so excited of the, the you know, the feedback. You know, there's times Hold I just... On. And if you're leaving feedback, right? I feel like if you're telling us this, you should be telling somebody else the same thing, how much you love the podcast. So please also share it. Share it on social media. Share it with your friends, your coworkers. Uh your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle and them, uh, Nene and them. I don't know. Sh- just share it with somebody. Actually, it's Pookie and Cookie. Pookie and them. <laughs> <laughs> share it with Pookie and them. Pookie and them. But yeah, no, share it with them. And yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Say what you're saying. I lost my train of thought now, I'm, darling. I'm very sorry. I know I was on a train. Yikes. Yes, yes. The, you know, the, the, the. Chugga, chugga, choo, choo. Choo, choo. <laughs> the, what people have really been you know sharing with us and saying um one that we're funny ha 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 <laughs> but in the funniness validation for all the years <laughs> that i was told that wasn't funny but um the impact that it's having on people's lives yeah. um the episode we did on on waiting 
just hearing how people have gained strength from that strength to continue waiting um you know and the different things that we have discussed how it's impacted people they've learned from it yeah um a lot of times i would get whatsapp messages i learned so much from that episode and i'm just sitting i'm just sitting there having a chat (laughs) at least that's how i feel but i know that god is using um this podcast for his glory amen um and that's what our life is about whatever we do we do it for his glory amen amen um it's no longer lizzie and Els. But may God be glorified. Amen. And if all hearts and minds are clear, we're, we're going, going home. home. May the Lord watch between, between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. God bless. Bye. Bye.